0: hello and welcome to in the kitchen with mary Mac. today was a beautiful sunshiny day in western pennsylvania and i just happened to have some strawberries and i thought this would be a really good day to make a sort of strawberry shortcake-ish kind of thing so that sounded like a good word i like that <laughs> Sort of strawberry shortcake-ish kind of thing. That's fabulous. It works. (laughs) The family was trout fishing. Today's the first day of trout, which, um, if you know anything about western Pennsylvania, trout is, the first day of trout is like a holiday. So everybody goes. I mean everybody. And people have pancake breakfasts all over the place. And they go out and fish and whatnot. And um, usually it's about 40 degrees and raining but today it was in the 70s. It was was, like 77. Oh, it was gorgeous. Not a cloud in the sky. And it is April 16th in Western Pennsylvania. So
1: two days ago for reference, it was like 40.
0: Yes. (laughs) It goes up and down a lot here. It's always exciting. (laughs) If you don't like the weather, just wait a few minutes. So I thought this would be a really nice thing to take out um, with everybody's trout fishing, a nice little dessert to take out. So I happened to have a couple quarts of strawberries and uh, and I decided to make a cake. So what I'm going to do today is tell you how to do that because I know it's early in the year, but um, I guess sometimes we think strawberry shortcake is daunting um, because of the different things people like to use. For example, making a biscuit or making a shortcake or whatever. Uh, People might think it's a little bit more time-consuming than what they want to do. Um, I'm not a fan of using an angel food cake for strawberry shortcake. I like I like a nice, uh, drier, sort of a crumb cake to use. S- some of the shortcakes that are like a biscuit sometimes can be too dry also. So what I did, I do a cake that is called a pumped-up box cake. And basically what that is, is you use... Whatever type of box cake, um, what I do is whatever is on sale. So it could be a Betty Crocker, Duncan Hines, whatever. And um, just get your regular box cake. And I use a yellow box cake for the, for the uh, strawberry shortcake. But you can do this with any flavor of box cake. And it just gives you a, uh, it's more like a bakery texture to your cake. What we're going to do to this. And it's um, something that's, it's easy enough to do, to take something every day and make it a little bit special. And if you're a little nervous about doing a scratch cake, which some people are, and especially like a scratch yellow cakes can be about as heavy as a brick. They tend to be very dense and very heavy. So um, this is a nice thing to do with a yellow cake. And it works great for strawberry shortcake. Absolutely fantastic. And it's delicious and noticeably different than a normal box cake. Tastes very homemade. So what you're going to do, this is really simple. When I tell you, you're going to say, wow, this is so amazingly simple, I can't believe it's this delicious. But it is. (laughs) I'm breaking myself up here. Um, On your usual cake mix, it'll tell you how much water to add, how much oil to add, vegetable oil, and how many eggs to use. Typically, for a yellow cake, it'll be uh, one cup of water, three eggs, and half a cup of vegetable oil. So what you're going to do is you're going to substitute milk for your water. The cake I made today, I used almond milk in, and it came out. It it, it was very good. It worked very well. I was impressed with it. Um, but I used milk as a substitute for the water. I used butter as a substitute for the vegetable oil, and I used unsalted butter today and you you just take your butter and you want to soften it to the point where it's almost liquid uh, where you can easily stir it up with a spoon you add one extra egg so if your recipe call if your box not your recipe your box calls for three eggs you use four eggs and then you add a teaspoon of vanilla now I don't use a mixer when I mix up any cake I prefer mixing by hand and I start off with a wooden spoon and mix it up until it's fairly well mixed up, and then I switch to a um, whisk. Uh, I have the kind of whisk, I have like several kinds of whisks because I really love them, and I almost always use um, hand-mix everything, but I have a whisk that looks like a hot air balloon, so if that little picture pops into your head, that's what I use for mixing cakes. And I mix it until it's uh, most of the lumps are out of it, and mix it fairly well, and then, uh, put it into the cake pan prepared like they tell you to on the box, which is basically just using shortening to, um, grease the pan and putting a little bit of flour coating in it, and then bake it for the time recommended on the box. So really all you're doing is kind of like upgrading the ingredients (laughs) that you're supposed to add to your cake. You're, you're exchanging your water, and you can use, if you use, uh, one percent, two percent milk, like I said, I used almond milk, and it worked really well, um, you could probably, I mean, you could use whole milk, so whatever the milk is, and the butter. You know, if you don't have unsalted, use salted butter. Don't use margarine though. Butter is the thing. Butter makes the big difference here, and um, the extra egg. Uh, it just it makes it a very rich cake. So I'll have some pictures of it up on uh, my Facebook page at Mary Mac Bakehouse, Instagram, also Mary Mac Bakehouse, and on my Twitter account. Uh, Merrimack Mixes, Merrimack Bakehouse at Merrimack Mixes, and I'll have some pictures of the uh, finished product up and kind of as I go along. And then um, for the strawberries, strawberries, a lot of people like to uh, smash your strawberries to oblivion and uh, crush them all up and get the juice out of them. Um, what I did today just for uh, looks mainly, I took uh, my strawberries and I cleaned them, and then I sliced them into about eighth-inch slices, and I went uh, from the top to the point, so it made like big circles of strawberry, and then um, I had uh, two quarts of strawberries. So what you want to do with your strawberries, you don't have to add, you really don't even have to add sugar, but this time of the year, strawberries are not particularly juicy, so it helps to get some juice out of them, and what I do is I take uh, one tablespoon Per quart, because you don't need a lot of sugar. They're naturally sweet, but that sugar that you put on will draw the juice out of them. So you take your uh, strawberries, have them in a bowl. I prefer to use a glass bowl for strawberries, um, largely because the the acid in them can react with different metals. So I just use a glass bowl with them, and I put them in there, and I sprinkle the strawberries with um, tablespoon of sugar per quart. So I use two quarts of strawberries. Two tablespoons of sugar, and then I stir that up a couple times to make sure that the sugar is distributed through the strawberries. And then I just put a lid on them and set them in the um, refrigerator and let the juice come out of them. And you'll be surprised how much juice you'll get just from doing that. Then it it just it it makes the strawberries uh, it keeps the strawberries looking good also. But it just you know gives you a little bit of juice to put on your cake. And then of course you have to have whipped cream on the top of that. Please don't use Cool Whip. Just get a can of Ready Whip. Ready Whip is whipping cream. Just do that. Cool Whip is, I don't even know what Cool Whip is. What is sugar free Cool Whip? I mean, there's nothing in Cool Whip to begin with. It's it's, whipped up. It's sugar. Nothing. So if you don't have sugar in Cool Whip, I can't even imagine what that is. Egg whites? No, there's no egg whites in it. There's no, nothing. There's, I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. It could be made from missing socks. Like, like how you can never find matches to socks, even for years. If you keep that one sock, that could be where all the missing socks are going into making sugar-free Cool Whip.
1: I feel like that's not it.
0: Okay, well, I could be a little bit off on that one, just a guess. But I figure if I'm going to the trouble to make something delicious, I'm not putting that stuff on it. Okay. So as you can see, I'm slightly opposed to Cool Whip. Um. But anyway, it makes it, it's it's fairly, like I said, the cake, I mean, you make the cake. It's it's just a 9 by 13 cake, and you're done. Get your strawberries ready. You can make this, if you're going somewhere or planning to have people over or whatever, or even just for your family, you can make it at any time. It's Just set it aside, and it's all ready to go when you're ready to serve.
1: And the nice thing about it is, because you have the strawberries in a separate container and the whipped cream in a can, like you can put however much strawberries you want on your own piece or however much whipped cream. Like, I that's don't true. like strawberries. I'm right. allergic to them. So I just put some whipped cream on my cake.
0: It she completely avoids the strawberry part of the strawberry shortcake. Yes. So she's basically just having with cake cream and with cake. whipped cream on it.
1: It was delicious.
0: Also delicious, yes. So that's my little tip for today. It's, it's like I said, it's not much, you know, but it takes something that's... Um, every day and makes it into something that's really good. And speaking of
1: which, another thing that does that is the caramel dip.
0: Yes, I made this delicious caramel dip because I I sell caramels. I have uh, Margaret's caramels that I sell and they're made fresh every time the store is open. Our store is open uh, usually once a month, sometimes twice. The first Saturday of each month, standing chimney is open. Uh, and you can go to standingchimney.com and check us out. Um, but the first Saturday of every month, Standing Chimney is open, and I always have fresh caramels. But guess what? Sometimes I have a lot of caramels left because people aren't in the mood for them that time. So I was giving them away, which is caramels are pretty expensive to make. You know, because you have your butter, your sugar, your cream, and they take a long time to cook. So, it, they're very, uh, labor intensive. I had all these caramels, and I thought, "Geez, I hate to just give them away, even though I, you know, like the people I'm giving them away to. So, I decided to try and make a caramel dip out of them. Um... And I found a really good recipe from the people at Kraft who also make caramels. And uh, the Kraft recipe calls for one bag of caramels, which is like 11 ounces, I think. One bag of caramels to a half cup of half and half. And you just heat it slowly on the stove. (coughs) You have to unwrap all the caramels. I should include that because I don't want somebody to just dump a bag of cellophane-covered caramels into a pot. That could be ugly. But you unwrap the caramels. You put the um, half and half into a pot with a heavy bottom nice heavy bottom so it doesn't burn and then on very low heat you just start to warm things up a little bit and as the caramels melt you stir it and then you slowly bring it up a little bit bring it to a boil and um, I boiled it for about 10 minutes but I did I used uh, my own homemade caramels and then melted them into the half and half and I, I uh, did just like I said brought it up slowly as everything melted, kept stirring. It took about an it I probably spent about an hour on the cooking part. And um, you know, kept stirring, stirring, and it came finally came to a boil and stuff's really weird when it boils. It looks like lava. You know those close up movies they show you what a volcano uh, or erupts? Or like a tar pit. Yeah, tar pit would bubbling. be good too. It's it's very small bubbles, bubbly bubbly, you know, and and it um melted really well. So this time I made it It's pretty, it it actually is, uh, like if you scoop it up on an apple, which we have been doing here, if you scoop it up on an apple, it just sits there. It's really nice. So that's something easy to make that you can, (laughs) I canned it. I actually um, put it in half pint jars and um, I'll have it available for sale at the store, of course, but I canned the sauce and it works really nice as a sauce um, over ice cream. You can put it over said cake that we just made. Uh, would be very good on that. Um, Dipping apples in it. We dipped... Why did we dip in it the one time? I want to say that... Was it the pretzels that we dipped in it? I I think think it was. Those uh, butter pretzels? Yeah. And that was really good too. So it's a good thing to make. It's kind of easy. If you knew you were... If you wanted to do something uh, different for a dessert, say have ice cream with caramel sauce on it, your own caramel sauce, it'd be something that you could do that would... Basically, you know what's in it, you know, um, and it's it's very, very good. So that's something also we'll have available at the store, like I said, and we always have a sample of it so you can try before you buy. But it's also something really easy to try at home that, I mean, I say easy and I understand it's kind of daunting to do something that you've never done before, especially something like that that has the potential of turning out badly. But if you just take your time and, and let the half and half heat up, let the caramels melt, don't be in a hurry about it. It doesn't, it's not, it really doesn't take that long. I think in our society, we want everything to be done like 10 minutes from now, you know, and it doesn't always work that way. But it's uh, rewarding, I think, to take something like that and make it to be able to say that you did it, you know. Plus, it's not like those recipes that you use, like, you know, a can of, uh, refrigerator biscuits and stuff like that to make Mm -hmm. something you're making something like that it's a little bit more impressive i think so
1: it's kind of like melting chocolate you can throw chocolate chips in a bowl and put it in the microwave to melt them however if you use bars of chocolate and heat them over the stove and just slowly stir it it turns out a lot smoother it's not gritty it takes longer, but it's a better right. And you final can temper product.
0: You can temper your chocolate, which we'll do. We'll do that sometime. Uh, we'll make it. We'll, we'll we could sh- make those brownies. Uh, we could make the brownies. We could. I could show you how to make a ganache, which is not as hard as it sounds. Just because it's a French word, it always. It's a fancy it's, word. so it sounds it's hard, <laughs> but it's not. It's not as hard as you would think. Um, that's another thing that's like so delicious and so simple to make that just like. That would also be good on this cake. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, now I'm thinking I should have made ganache. Well, we'll do that another day. But um, would my independent taste tester like to come and taste test the caramel dip with an apple? Independent yes, taste tester? Now it's that time in the show where the independent taste tester comes in and yeah. tastes whatever we tell her to. Here, let me scoop the microphone closer to the independent taste tester. Here. I, w- I will now pick
1: up a slice of apple... I am am dipping the apple into this lovely caramel. It's got a nice. um, It made a big long with a nice peak. Um, (laughs) It sits nicely on the apple uh, and has a lovely sheen. A sheen Sheen. and texture caramel color or caramel, as some may say. I'm now going to taste. Here, let me hold the microphone up to you and get another big crunch.
0: Mm. She's chewing now. She's chewing. Mm
1: -hmm. If we had
0: subtitles, it would say Mm -hmm. chewing.
1: Yeah. That's good. That's very good. And as a person who does not enjoy caramel in literally any other way, this is fabulous. And I would recommend it to everyone, and I'm going to have another bite. Crunch right into the microphone. She just
0: double-dipped in the caramel dip. I should mention that on the show. <laughs> so this is going to be like the family's caramel dip now. Or yours. <laughs> well, <laughs> that, <laughs> that was our independent taste tester. Thank you very much, independent taste tester. Would you like us to promote you on Twitter at
1: all? or Your check is in the mail. You, you want to stay anonymous. Our independent taste tester will stay anonymous.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's what we have for you today. We hope you enjoyed it. And thank you for listening. If you did, and if you didn't, too bad for you.